Hi there. Thanks for coming back. Mark and I are starting the show by snacking on some appetizers. Also, I'm going to be sharing some songs that are the number one hit of bands that most of you will know. Mark also is sharing a song. And in Paranormal Corner, we're talking about celebrities who live in haunted houses. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna. Hey, you did really good on that opening. Thank you. Because, you know, I'm, I'm obviously I'm sitting here listening and and, uh-huh. and and you started going a little bit slow. And I thought, wait, she still has a couple more things to talk about. She better speed this up. <laughs> but I did it. You did it. Like a pro. Fantastic. You get a positive ding for that. Listen, do you smell that? I do. It smells. Oh, wow. So, so I just looked at what it was. I didn't know. It smelled like chicken pot pie type of a smell. Mm, okay. Is what I smelled. So, I mean, kind of, sort of. I mean, when, when, in we, do, a weird way. when we do the snack, most of the time we 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 don't necessarily hide it from each other, but we we right. each when the other one has a snack, we kind of look away because we want to be surprised by it, just as the listeners are when we first get to it. So I did, but when you're cooking stuff here, you know, you can't hide that smell. Right, it smells like food because we're we're coming up on the holidays, and sometimes you serve appetizers, and then there's game day type appetizers, and sometimes you just serve appetizers because you feel like it. Right. Basically, it is kind of pig in a blanket or pig in a poke. Right. Um, but but then a little extra, and then okay. I made a um a little bit spicy honey mustard type of a dipping sauce for it. It is a, a cheese dog. I've also added some chives and, and uh, some everything bagel seasoning. It's wrapped in a store-bought. Okay, I just want to say, this is barely a cheese dog. Now, that's not a... You didn't make them the cheese dog, right? No, no. But look, look at the look at the amount of cheese that's in this yes. dog. It's hardly there. Yeah. So this is a... So, uh, well, you'll see on the pictures. You can always check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Snack a Little for our pictures. These are Oscar Mayer cheese dogs. And it's so funny because the way she has them sliced, you know, Mm -hmm. they're they're, uh, vertically sliced. Vertically? Horizontally sliced. Well, I guess it depends on what sides. Depends on how you hold your hot dog. But anyway, Mm -hmm. the cross section of this hot dog shows just barely any cheese in it. For them to call these cheese dogs with that little tiny bit. They shouldn't call those cheese dogs. Okay, well, I'll just go ahead and say it. <laughs> That's really good. Is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, wait. You use a spoon or fork with yours. Was I? And, I mean, you can do it however you want I just used my to. hand. You said it was uh, appetizers. Appetizers are like Use your hand if food, that's your preference, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I also added, you and I went to a... Mm-hmm. Hmm, the L.A. Farmer's Market, mm-hmm. and I got some of their, I think it was smoky cheddar, mm. and I sliced some of the smoky cheddar in, into the, the the dough or the That rice. I can taste. Yeah, right? That smoky cheddar, that, yep, yep. oh yeah. Okay, this doesn't suck at all. I also got uh, smoky cheddar. I don't know if we got them from the same guy down there. We, I think we both bought something a little bit different, but yes, I know we both bought some mm. cheese from him. Mm. Did you try the dipping sauce yet? No, I wanted... Mm. I wanted to try the pig in a blanket first by itself before I add the uh, mm-hmm. sauce to it. And it's still nice mm. and warm. Mm. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> this will do. This is great. So what? So mm. it, what is that sesame seed that you put? Everything bagel seasoning. I'm so sorry, you guys. Oh, we're both eating at the same They're time. They're like we're used to it. Everything bagel, bagel seasoning is sprinkled over the top. Oh, okay. I put chives, 
on the inside because why not? Um, little bits of the smoky cheddar. And also I've got... Wait, you put little bits of smoky cheddar in the sauce? No, in the, the, the dough. The dough. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Rolled it up with the dog that's in there. Um, also, I have... There's a company that I love to order from. They're called um, Flavor God. Check it out if you haven't. They have some great different flavors. They have one that's called the Bacon Lover uh, Seasoning. And I did sprinkle a little bit of the bacon lovener, 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 lover on the inside of the dough. Why do you always make it such a big production? <laughs> Good heavens. Oh my God. I have to get a picture of this. So I Hell. took a bite. <laughs> mm. And oh. I went to go for a second mm -hmm. bite and I was like, is that a hair sticking out? Honestly, I thought it was going to be a cat hair, because that does happen occasionally here. It is here. a cat hair. <laughs> no, this is not a cat hair. This is... <laughs> so, right now, I'm suspending the thing. I'm going to get a... I'm getting set up to take a picture of it in front of my computer. Oh, it fell off! Oh! Never happened. Oh. I just dropped a dog. Oh, no, it's still there. And yeah, <laughs> We're falling all I'm apart sure this here. is fascinating for all of you. <laughs> Anyway, so I, I picked this up by its the hair, and it's like a good three, four inches of hair. So it's clearly not mine, because mine, it's by the, the way, cat. is all the way down to my waist it's now. It's not the cat. So I'm going to take a picture of this. <laughs> my camera won't focus on it. Okay, get a picture so I can illustrate this. This is, this is going to be a fascinating picture. It's going to be worth the uh, Listening to this is fascinating, too. <laughs> So while he's doing that, you guys, this is so simple. I used the Pillsbury um, croissants in the container. I used the um, Oscar Mayer cheese dogs, but I think this would also be good with whatever your favorite kind of sausage is. If it, you know, you want to probably want to pre-cook it. And these are basically pre-cooked, but you want to, you know, brown them a little bit. But you roll out the croissant dough in a sheet. And you roll the dogs in there, and then you sprinkle it with everything bagel seasoning. Yes, I did a little extra, but that's basically that's how you do it. And then you put it at 350, cook it for 14 to 16 minutes. You know what? They're good. You know what? Didn't we do a show on using a pendulum in order to divine ghosts or spirits? Okay, or he's, not gonna, he's not going to let this go. <laughs> so the rest of the show is about Mark talking about hair oh, no, and just, a biscuit suspended I'm, from hair. <laughs> I can't... Okay, I'm still trying to hold this up to take a good picture. That's why I'm still talking about it. But I can't hit the ding button when you said hair in a biscuit. So, oh. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> oh, it fell down again. Dang it. I think I got it. No, I got it. It fell down. I was just trying to get a good picture to illustrate. And I got a terrible picture. But because I'll still it post it. to focus on everything I'll else. I'll still focus. <laughs> so then the other now thing. Now watch. I'm going to pull your hair out of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to eat it because Ooh, after, that's gross. See, after COVID, I wouldn't even do that. I don't even care anymore. That's gross. Mm. Don't even care anymore. Okay. So the other thing that you have <laughs> in the cup or the glass. Oh, there's more? Is there more hair? <laughs> Mark will know what I'm talking about. So he had a movie night for some friends uh, a couple of nights ago, actually. And he had said, uh, you know, or I said, uh, uh, anyway, he said, somebody want to bring some horchata, preferably. Oh, right. Because of what he was serving. And I said, well, I mean, I can, but I, you know, I know you can get it at restaurants, but I'm not really sure where to buy it. 
And so Mark was suggesting, well, maybe go somewhere and just you know, get a couple of glasses of it. So I didn't end up doing that because I had something at home, which was very good. Right. I was at the grocery store this morning because I had to pick up a couple of things for later. Right. Right there in the refrigerated section. Know what there was? Horchata. Look. Oh, I'm wow. I'm going to send the rest of, if, as long as you like it, I'm going to send the rest of the carton home with you because now I know. You can get it in the at store. least some grocery stores. Right, right. I got this one at well, Ralph's, so let me... let's see if it if it cuts the mustard. So, you guys, this is Kearns that makes this one. It's horchata flavored milk and rice drink. Okay, so here's what I don't like already. Okay. I like it, but what I don't like is when you showed me the picture, it said horchata flavored mm-hmm. rice drink, milk and rice drink. I don't know what that means, horchata flavored, because to me... The milk and rice with cinnamon is Agreed. horchata. Agreed. Or other spices. Some some other people put other spices in. That is. So the difference so, is whether there is rice milk in there or not. Or or the or real cinnamon. What? Why would they put the word flavored on there? We'll, that that we'll makes we'll me look at the carton after the yeah. show. It smells like it's Play-Doh to me. <laughs> it was like Play-Doh. Yeah, I can see that. It tasted right away. As soon as my upper lip touched it, it tastes like horchata. Oh, good. I mean, it was that quick. It was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is okay, horchata. Good. Horchata comes in many forms, for those that don't know. It's a, uh, I know it as a Mexican, uh, you know, rice milk drink. Tastes good. But. Uh, it tastes like rice pudding without mm. all the texture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. I've had it before at some of these restaurants. And this it's is a little good spice more watered down than this. So I actually right. like this better. So, I don't know. I like the spice Are we going to be level? disappointed when we look at the... The ingredients con- yeah. and find out what, what we just put yeah. in our bodies? What, what Doesn't I matter. Do? I just ate your hair. <laughs> don't do things like that when I'm mid-swallow. <laughs> oh, heck. Uh, we sure have fun on this show. <laughs> we do. <laughs> hair and all. Mm. And <laughs> that is good. You know, it's, it's strange because you, you said that uh, you, you've had horchato that you felt was watered down. Yeah. Yep. This to me feels a little watered down than the oh, stuff that I like. But so far, it does not taste. Some of the horchata I get, and this is at restaurants. I I only drink horchata from restaurants and stuff. Some of it actually has kind of like a a gritty texture in it sometimes. Hmm, so and so like I don't know if that's the, well the mix or something like that. But I do know there's uh, the Rio Cafe, which is a, a small chain around our area. I think there's not one here in town. I think there's one out in Redlands, one in might be in Marino Valley. <clears throat> they have it on tap, horchata on tap. They even have salted caramel horchata. Ooh. And I thought of you, but it's now like... Now you're talking. When I, w- when I was there, I was working, so I couldn't you know save it for the whole day by the time it got here. I would have drank it. I can't save things that long for you. <laughs> so this, so this, as long as the ingredients meet your approval, or does it matter at this point? Do you like it enough that, or do you want to see what's in it? Well, I drink it, but I, I wouldn't want to take the whole thing from you. I, I have no. Okay, you know when I don't have room in my fridge? Oh now my I really gosh. don't have room in my fridge. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to secretly get a picture of the inside of her fridge no. for the no. show. <laughs> no. Okay, so I looked it up. We're not, we're not going to wait until after the show. Oh, okay. Yes. That's all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know. Um, water, milk, sugar, rice, flour, natural flavors, cinnamon, beta carotene color. 
I mean, that's pretty clean. Why does it say horchata flavored? To me, this is horchata then. Horchata flavored to me is it like if they put in artificial horchata ingredients or something. This seems authentic just from those those. Okay, uh, okay. what is right hor there. Do you know what does horchata actually mean? Do you know what the word is? I do not. Okay, I don't either. So maybe we maybe the difference is. But I'm going to grab another one of these wieners and dip it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you're gay. <laughs> Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing. Uh, okay, so first of all, we need to know, and I'll tell you why we need to know this. I put Horchesta. <laughs> what does... Wait, okay. I have to write that down. That's going to be my stripper name. Horchata. It's a milky drink made from ground almonds, tiger nuts, or rice. Oh. <laughs> I'm dinging the tiger nuts. <laughs> okay, here we go. What is the literal meaning of horchata? What is a tiger nut? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> oh, interesting. The word horchata comes from the Latin term hordiata, which derived from the word hordium, of course, which means barley. Hmm. So now I'm really confused because I'm not word. I don't know. There's I don't no know barley at all. There's rice and barley, separate things. Maybe it used to be. Maybe it. However, horchata enjoyed in Spain today is more of a sweetened nut milk. Oh, it used to be a barley beverage. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> sweetened nut milk. And I ladies. wish you guys could have seen Mark because before he even got that out, already he looked like he was going to like spit up his, his wiener bun thing. Because it was like I had to, he had like, to get I that get out. I to that. <laughs> okay, so the whole reason I looked this up is... It's horchata flavored. Right. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. Because if we went with the literal term, it's barley. And it's not flavored like barley. I mean, I've had barley. I've made a barley salad. Right. And barley doesn't really taste my, like much of anything. So if anything, it's cinnamon flavored. I don't know. I, it's good stuff. <laughs> it I like good. it. It's good. And I that's like fairly it. clean. Other than the artificial flavors, which we're not sure what that is. I think I might be able to, uh, you know what? You give me the rest of that. I'll probably reduce it down to make it thicker and uh, make ice cream out of it. Make some horchata ice cream. I like that idea. I have ingredients at home right now ready to make ice cream. I've been searching for a new flavor. Uh -huh. uh, as you mentioned, we had a, a movie night at my house the other night and where I had some... Uh, some of the ice cream that I think we've featured on the show before. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, I'm ready for a new flavor, and that's what I'll do. And there it is. There you go. All right. We're all set. Okay. How about you guys? Are you guys all set? What are, <laughs> that's our show. Oh, Buckle no, we have up. a whole show. What? Do, so what do, you, what do you have? What do you have next to it for the music stuff? Uh, you know, stuff? I'm always adding to my playlist. I like to have some great music in there. And I got to thinking about some of the songs, and I wanted to know, hey, what was this group's number one first biggest hit? What is the most popular tune? The, yeah. Right. I You can guess them, and I think you're going to do pretty well, because I don't think it's that difficult. But y'all got to put it on your playlist. But, but we're going to go ahead and start. And I'm just going to tell you that so the first... You're going to tell me the group? I'm going to tell you the group, and I'm going to play a little bit of what is their their most popular song. Okay, wait. It's their most popular song. But should I guess it based on the you, group name? Yeah. And then you play yeah, I mean, the song? you can try. Yeah. I think you're going to do it, really well. Are we doing... Are we... Excuse me. I'm burping. 
Excuse me. It's not, Are we doing a quiz? It's not really a quiz. Oh. I mean, we can do it like a quiz, but yeah. yes, you're going to do really well. I think if you tell I, I me the no, name yeah. of the group uh, yeah. and I'll guess the song Absolutely. and yes. then, then you play it, see if I'm right yeah. or not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily about stumping you because I think with the exception of I don't know. Maybe I'm not, one. I'm not always that. You're, you're really good at this stuff. I'm not that the, good at this one stuff. One of these really surprised me, okay. but several didn't. So we'll just start with the first so one. So this is, is this their all time number one or their first it's number one? It's their most popular song. Okay. Yeah. All right. Their most popular song. So let's, right, start, let's start with something really good. All How right. about some Led Zeppelin? Uh, Stairway to Heaven, I would think, would be their most popular song. Let's see. Today. It is. Pretty good guess. I was correct. <laughs> is it either that or Cashmere? Because they wanted Cashmere. Well, they, not they, but... Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, no, I can't think of it. I want to, I want to hum along with the song. Uh, Jimmy I'm Page. I'm gonna crawl. I'm trying Jim, to think of it. Jimmy Page one that... wanted Cashmere to be the. He I thought mean, it was gonna be the huge hit I, like this was. I wonder how big All of My Love was because I know when it came out, it seemed like it was a pretty big hit. I was in high school for that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was that was their final album. That was their Coda album. I because think. I was in high school when I was very young. I was that smart. <laughs> <laughs> so right. if in case you guys don't know. They got into a little bit of trouble because this sounds an awful lot like another group's song. Oh, yeah. And I think, didn't we do that on the show? We've talked about it before. Yeah. So Mark is right. It is Stairway to Heaven. Most popular song of theirs of all time. Okay. Ooh. Got okay, one. Okay, Mark. All right, next this one. This one, I don't know if you're going to get it. I was surprised. All right. Boston. Um, Right away, I would say Don't Look Back. But I would think, thinking of what their most popular one was. Mm-hmm. Amanda? Is it Amanda? He's guessing. Is it Amanda? It is Amanda. I'm amazed. It is Amanda. Because I'm thinking it's going to be more than a feeling. It's got to be more oh. than a feeling. It's an amazing song. Mark is right. Boston's most popular tune ever of all time. Is their ballad. And this also was their first number one hit. So it took really? a long time for Boston to get wow. a number one hit because this is in the later years. I caught that even though you didn't mean to say that. This might even... You know what you just said? What? It took a long time for Boston to... Long time. Oh. Oh, it's been huh? such a long No, of course I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a great tune, but this is... I don't know if it's their... I don't. wouldn't say this is their last big hit before they just, you know stopped right but this is getting there yeah well i would say this this the reason why i switched to this one is because i know it would be something to be more uh mainstream yeah i mean not that their stuff their, to me their stuff was but they were mainstream rock but this sometimes the ballad is the that's true the song i mean if look at led zeppelin look what we just did stairway hard. to heaven is a yep. ballad for that for right. that purposes for those purposes i hope y'all are adding these to your playlist because right. what a playlist all right. I'm glad I switched to Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Oh, by the way, I have a niece, Amanda. That song oh, reminds okay. me of her. I, I do, too. You have a niece? Really? I do. Wow. Oh. Aw. High five. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, and we totally didn't even lay it out when we did that. That was a great <laughs> high five. <laughs> All right. Sticks. Oh. Ooh. Babe. It has to be Babe. Again, going back to the ballads. I would almost say Blue Collar Man. But I'm going to have to go with babe. This one makes me mad. Oh, see it is, I do babe. not know why this is their 
most popular song because it kind of sucks. Listen to how it's going no, it back doesn't and forth. Suck. I just ears. don't love it. Really? Yeah. I, I like now. Now, uh, later. Now that. Yes. I learned to play this on the piano to impress a chick. Oh. And it didn't. I never got a chance oh. to play it for her. It's because it was Babe. You should have done something better. It was already over before it began. <laughs> Next she time, do Lady, when you're with me, I'm smiling. She, she ended up jumping in the sack with some other guy. I bet he played a better song, Mark. <laughs> no, but he drooled a lot. Babe, I'm leaving. <laughs> I must be on my way. You're right. Yeah, great. Sticks, babe. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Again, ballad. This is going to be ballad. easy, I think. All right. How about Queen. That's got to be "We Will Rock You," but hold on, let me think, because we've been doing ballad stuff. No, it's it's no no no, it's uh, a Bohemian Rhapsody, not "We Will Rock You." Bohemian Rap. Oh no, wait, they're most famous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, know, I was almost yeah. going to change. I was almost going to change to uh, uh, a crazy little thing called "Love" because that was oh. more popish. Okay. But I, I'll yeah. Listen to how good that sounds with headphones. It is great with headphones. I mean, most of the things we listen to are better with headphones. You guys, go back and listen to this a second time if you don't already have on some earbuds or headphones. Yeah, if you're just listening to this off your phone with one speaker, you're not getting it. Just a little bit more. We've got to hear this part. I'm just a Okay, so the robots don't get us. Okay. <laughs> By the way, usually they do little high is in one speaker, mm-hmm, little low is mm-hmm. in the other. And the Mamma Mia's and yeah, all that. And great Scaramouche. Great okay, mix. how about this one? We're pulling the car over a little bit, taking, okay. a, taking a sharp turn. All right. ABBA. Uh, ABBA. First, my first inclination is uh, La Paloma Blanca. But then the musical was called Mamma Mia for a reason. Hmm. I'm going to go with La, La Paloma Blanca. Okay. Since you pulled the car let's over. See if you're right. Let's, let's see see how accurate I am on this. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, I not think of this. So dancing, dancing already. Dancing queen. Oh, man. How can, how can people not love this song? Doesn't this just make you want to just like drift around the room? Do you want to drift around the room, Mark? <laughs> no, I want to hear La Paloma you Blanca. Dance, you can fly. I know y'all are dancing too. Ooh, see that girl, watch that scene, Good stuff. Wow, I, why did I not just think of one, that? Just gonna get the Friday nights. Sorry. That's like uh, that's like getting out of the jacuzzi on a cold night having to stop that. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That is a great song. You know, I didn't think of that, but I, I remember their song uh, La Paloma Blanca, which which is a cover tune. I, I wanted to tell you when you were suggesting it, but I was afraid that would be giving myself away. What is that? I must know. Ooh, right? La Paloma Blanca. Oh. I'm just a bird in the sky. Interesting. Okay. I never would have guessed that one for sure. But you, you're familiar I'm with the song? I'm familiar with it, yeah. but not that familiar yeah. with I, it. I, I liked that song a lot when I was a kid. I guess, you know, the tune. I have no idea what the song's about. 
I mean, it's about the white bird, the white dove. I don't know. Maybe it's an anti-war song. Hmm. Who knows? So what else? How many of these? I could do this all day. Got two more. <laughs> okay. How about the Eagles, Mark? Ooh, the Eagles. Well, it has to be Hotel California. I can't think of anything that's more popular Hotel California. Oh, and that's such a great headphone What do you song guys too. think? How are you doing with this? Yeah. I'm Let's sticking, find out. I'm sticking with the, the obvious. Okay. I like... I like how Jana dumbs these down so that I feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> the honest truth. I actually did think about putting some more obscure stuff in there, but then it's right. no fun if it's so obscure that it's like, I don't know what you're playing. Right, right. Deep cut stuff. But also, these are just great classic rock. And there's a reason why. They, That's right. They stay, they stay around for so long. And I you mean, know, not everybody, some of you might not be as amazing as we are at this, so it might be a surprise <laughs> for you. <laughs> This is just so good. And you know, they're one of those artists that they're just as good. Like, no, I've not seen them in person live, but I've heard their live CD and it was amazing. I have. I think I talked about that. I was stood up on a date. I sent uh, oh, that's right. tickets to someone. Oh, <laughs> that's right. This is why you have to listen to all the shows so you know the backstory to all the, all the little quick stories. I mean, that's just so good. Hold on. We have that misheard lyric. <laughs> one paraplegic. Rising up through the air. <laughs> Again, got to listen to all the shows. <laughs> I hate to shut this one off. But oh, I know. It. We're going to have to do a big, long after show. I know. Listening to know. music. <laughs> I had to stop for the night. Boom. Boom. There she stood in the doorway. And our last one. All right. Here we go. I've been, I've, I got everything except ABBA so far. This should, should absolutely be on everybody's playlist. Okay. What do you think is the most popular song for Hanson? It's got to be Umbop. I'm trying to think. It, yeah, Umbop. It's got to be Umbop. Damn it. I thought I was going to stop you up on that what, one. What else would it be? Or did you think I didn't <laughs> Unless, know the name um, of their song? I figured you'd know one or the other, but I didn't know if you'd know that the two were together. However... If you listened to Mark and Brian much, this is probably why I'm aware of this song. And they made it okay to love pop perfection. <laughs> they used to play this again on their hard rock or classic rock station. And I was like, they're right. This is so catchy. So let's just listen just oh, for yeah. a minute because three boys yeah. and this is really, really catchy. So, And by the way, those three boys nowadays, uh, they're 60 years old. They got families and all that. I really hope that they're still doing all right with whoever their crowd is. Because, I mean, they wrote this. This is their song, and this is pretty amazing. They played the instruments, all of that. Oh, yeah. It's so good. This will be on the road trip that's coming up soon. My mom, my 96-year-old mom's going to love this. <laughs> she should. It's actually, it is. it's yeah. a great As some great of the song. things that we could be playing, <laughs> this one's all right. <laughs> okay, now it's your turn. Okay, that was great. I, I, I say that was great because, you know, I got all except got, for one. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> well, okay. I was already impressed. I can't say you impressed me that much now because I was already impressed. How much more could I be impressed? Because I had a feeling, okay, these are really easy. Right. I, I, Mark's really slow. So I let me give him. That, I hope we fooled some, <laughs> some of you or ones. made you had to work a little hard for it. But I mean, these are 
pretty popular groups. Most of it is within our time frame uh, of when we really started really plugging into rock. Is that fair? You, yeah. You know what? You know what you've illustrated here. You've what? illustrated why Wheel of Fortune comes on after Jeopardy. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. There's a reason why Wheel of Fortune comes on after Jeopardy. Jeopardy is for smart people, the, although right, they have the dumbed it. They have dumbed it down oh, in the last two in decades. But Jeopardy's for smart people, and then they put Wheel of Fortune on because Wheel of Fortune is easy. And 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 all the people in Jeopardy, oh, I didn't do well. In Wheel of Fortune, they go, oh, I did great. And they leave happy. And that's the best one of the, by the way, it's one of the best hours on television as far as ratings Mm -hmm. is the Jeopardy first Wheel of Fortune. Because of that, because no matter how stupid you feel at Jeopardy, you're always going to get something on Wheel of Fortune and feel smart. So I, when I quiz you, I make it difficult. You have to think, and you're really good at it. You're the smart Jeopardy music person. <laughs> I'm the dumb Wheel of Fortune music and Mark, person. <laughs> you and I recently had a conversation about people who rise early and people who um, sleep late. Right. And, and yes, yeah, stay up late. And those are the stupider ones and the early risers. And think of it. The time frame of, of uh, Jeopardy is a little earlier than Wheel of Fortune. It's all coming together full circle here. I'm laughing because you're right. <laughs> I, can't, I have no argument here. <laughs> I love it. I'm, and then that's on tape. We've got that recorded. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. Okay. Oh, I, I so have, now are you going to shame me with what you got? No, but I do want to introduce you. Well, not introduce you. There's a song that you think you know who sings it. You think you know oh. who wrote it because of the oh. situation surrounding it. But it actually is not the original writer and is not the original singer. Now, I've featured stuff like that before, mm-hmm. but this one, again, because of the nature of what surrounded the song, you assume this person wrote that song, and you know where they're from, you know this was their gig, and this is their... It's what but they do. I'm going to and... explain that it is not what you think. Okay. So here's the song. Let's see how soon you can guess the song and guess the artist. Okay. And you should be pretty good at this, but we'll see. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, New, New York Groove? Mm-hmm. Ace Freely? Very good. There you go. Man, that was like within 10 seconds. So Great song. This was when Kiss, they didn't break up, but they each made their own individual albums of, and I'm putting in air quotes, their own material. Mm-hmm. And the other artists, I don't remember too many breakout hits or anything like this. This was a breakout hit by Ace Frehley, who is from New York. Okay. And this is back in the New York crew. And of course, it has this kind of like somewhat spoken right here. Back in the New York crew. This is almost like a, a British pop rock sound to it right and interesting you see see this is again you're the jeopardy music person on the show so that's right this is the original song and it is by a group british group called hello oh and this was done in 75 heavier freely did his in 78 so this is from 1975 this was at the time called a glam rock group. That's that, what I'm. That's right. what I'm picturing, like um, uh, the sweet, you know, Little Willie kind right. of a sound. 
I mean, I, I actually love the sound of it's, this. It is. Well, it was. It only predated Ace Frehley's by three years. Hmm. That guitar. You can. You can definitely hear the influence of the music of that time. Right. Like I say, I keep going back to the suite because this sounds a lot to me like. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, but you're kind of familiar with the era of music, imagine little Willie Willie won't go home. This reminds me of something like that. So this is actually written by English musician and producer Russ Ballard. I know that name. The song was originally recorded by glam rock band Hello in 1975 and later covered by Ace Frehley for his 1978 solo album. And it says, this is Wikipedia, it says Frehley's version is also well known in the USA. I mean, it's not that big of a difference, but no. just enough. No, yeah. Now, the funny thing is, and this is the amazing thing, you didn't know I was going to do this. You have no Correct. idea. Correct. No idea on any of this. Yeah. I found one other version of a group that did uh, did this song. They actually blend it in with, uh, oh, now i got to scroll down. Dang oh. it. I hate when I don't have everything right up there. Uh, this fuses a Jay-Z and a... <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> this fuses the version of a song, this version of the song that I'm going to play fuses Jay-Z and Alicia Keys' song, Empire State of Mind. So it kind of, it's kind of a remix, a mix thing. Okay. But uh, let me play some of it and then I'll tell you why I'm amazed with you. Okay. Wow. Well, certainly a lot of production went into this. This is a bridge to the. So this is the Jay Z, Alicia Keys. I don't mind that they've they've kept in that this, heavy yeah. rock back there, and I and I'm I'm appreciative of that. Don't change it so much that I don't recognize the the guitars. So is that Jay Z? That's not. No, Alicia, they're they're, they're, they're he's singing. There we go. He's using for that bridge. They're using his Jay Z's channeling it if you will oh, okay. now this that. gets back to the now this was done in let me get this I have this written in my notes here 2012 okay. this is actually off an album called Hits in 2012 from this band you know who the band is the Sweet? Yes. Oh my God! I can't believe that you had mentioned this. That it sounded like the Sweet and everything. When like I had this queued up and ready to go, you are amazing. Did, did you shat yourself a little bit? <laughs> no, but I did pee. <laughs> well, it's so. It's so it sounds sweet like heard this and probably thought that's like a song like that me. Like I'm, us. I'm picking that up and I'm going to totally. do a version and I'm going to add the Jay Z Alicia Keys riff in there and. I could I could do without that or okay sorry I I don't care if that's in there or not I right. love all of this but right. this part where they're really rocking sounds great so 2012 huh and they were still singing and doing it what a crack up but you mentioned sweet and I had it queued up I was like what the that's awesome wow wow maybe I need to go back to Vegas and like try it. by the way. I did do okay. We did play on the, uh, the answering machines, <laughs> the slot machines. 
I put in five and I came and I stopped at ten. So woo! Wow, you played in Vegas I won five when you there a while ago. No, I won five dollars. Come <laughs> back, back. This is good. All right. And I didn't even care that it's like extra produced. Right. It it just works. So you guys. Go back, pull up some of that sweet. Little Willie's a great one. Love is like oxygen. <laughs> awesome, sweet song. That's, as far as I know. Oh, that's great. Nice one work there. Oops, let me get rid of that commercial. <laughs> to hit just... you at home? <laughs> <laughs> nice pull. And that brings us into Paranormal Corner. Are you ready for this? So you said something about celebrities that have had... Hauntings in their houses Hauntings in their homes. Yep. Wow. Yep. This is from Architectural Digest of all places. Wow. I know. <laughs> well, now I think lesser of them that they're going into the paranormal. Or better of them that they're opening their minds and the rest will follow. Big name celebrities regularly score extra lavish digs, but even dream homes can become haunted houses if your roommate is a ghost. Oh, okay. I don't, huh? It can become a haunted house if your roommate is a ghost. Right. That just sounds weird. If your roommate's it not a ghost, it's a, not haunted. It was already a haunted house, whether it was your roommate to begin with or not. It was already haunted. It didn't become know. haunted when it became your roommate. <laughs> anyway. Spectral oh, wait entities. A wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. That posed a very good question. It doesn't become haunted if is it's a your house, roommate. No the wait. house is haunted This already. is if a, if, a, if a tree falls in the forest and there's mm -hmm. no one around to hear it, yeah. does it make a sound? So this is if a house has a ghost in it, but there's no one around to experience it, is it haunted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, if it's just the ghost moving around, who is he haunting? You have to have someone to haunt. Well, I mean, a haunting just isn't a... necessarily that they're throwing things across the room all the time. No, no, but a haunting is, is an experience there. with another person. Well, think about it, though. If there's no, no person there. Because you have, like, uh, things in it, video camera in hospitals and banks where you see a door tata. opened by itself, some barley milk or tiger <laughs> nut milk. Or... <laughs> I mean, you'll see things when nobody's there, and yet there's a camera on the premises, and it's recording some weird stuff. Chairs moving, doors opening, and there's nobody there. So it's still haunted. Yeah, but doesn't haunt mean it scares someone? I'm totally, I'm totally so. going. Away. I know you're devil's advocate. <laughs> no, no, I'm totally taking us away from oh, your okay. your subject matter <laughs> right. that you brought up. But because well, I thought, but, I mean, hey. it's because the sentence to me is weird. It doesn't become haunted once you move in. It's already haunted. It either is or it know. isn't. I don't know. I don't think Unless... it can be. I don't think it could be haunted if there's no one there to be haunted. I disagree. Otherwise, if you're yelling at the walls, you're yelling at the walls. No one's offended until what someone is there think? for you to be yelling at. <laughs> okay. Spectral entities apparently do not deal in matters of net worth or social status. So there's been no shortage of famous uh, A-listers who've experienced a range from small yet eerie encounters like the odd open window to a full-on poltergeist situation. Joan Rivers, for example, the late comedian's lavish triplex penthouse on the Upper East Side of Manhattan was said to be haunted by a spirit named Mrs. Spencer, who was a financier, J.P. Morgan's niece. Oh, she was the niece of J.P. Morgan and the original resident of the home. Rivers said that she'd even brought in a voodoo priestess and finally appeased Mrs. Spencer after hanging a portrait of her and leaving flowers for her in the bathroom. Really? Ballroom. 
That would be weird if she was like, she won't be appeased unless you leave flowers in the bathroom. That's what a voodoo pri- priestess sounds like, I okay. think. <laughs> Prince Mohammed bin Fahd. Oh, wait, wait, back to Joe. But now, do you think now Joan Rivers haunts that place? I think we need to find out. I would think that she would. I mean, let's she was a very... Let's call people. Yeah, we'll find out. Actually, let's call Prince Mohammed bin Fahad, who succeeded Rivers as the resident of the oh. unit. He purchased the home for $28 million, just a measly $28 million, and reportedly, reportedly planned to gut the place, never gut the place when it's haunted. Oh, right. The Royal has since put the dwelling back on the market. Oh, darn it. For $34 million, though there's still no oh, word on whether I got that in my pocket or right not now. he's departing the abode due to any spooky encounters. Hmm. Hmm. I bet you Joan Rivers would still haunt that. Why would she not? I think that there was her are some main people, place if they can that, come back, they will. Yeah, especially that was a Tony place. $34 million it sold for back, you know, years ago. I would say so. Wow. Loretta Lynn. The country music legend discussed the supernatural activity at her plantation house in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, on an episode of the Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures, and she said she was the had witnessed a ghost of a woman whose baby died and her late son alleged, allegedly once woke up to find the spirit of a Civil War soldier trying to pull off his boots. Wow. Wait, trying to pull his own boots off or trying to pull the boots of the guy that woke up? Right. Mm. I don't know. Octavia Spencer... The Oscar winner told Ellen DeGeneres that she had, she and the ghost that resides in her Toluca Lake, California residence are mostly on good terms. We have boundaries, she explained in 2021, uh, in an interview in 2021. Spencer said that the spirit allegedly, an old West Hollywood Western film store, is really more protective than anything. I love him because he, he kind of sorts out the bad people that shouldn't be there. He runs them out. Apparently, the supernatural entity only takes issue with the actor's prolonged absence from the dwelling. When I leave for a long time, he's a little shady, Spencer acknowledged. The doors close, the lights go on and off, and I when I turn go off when I turn them on. Hmm. That sounds uh, somewhat like your place here. Hmm. Someone here protecting you and lets you know when there's someone that they don't like. Indeed. And you know what? I got to say, on her story about when she's gone for a while, there seems to be more mm-hmm. activity mm-hmm. or whatever. So back years and years ago, when I had a roommate, he and I were, this is in our younger years, in our 20s, we were working hard. We were hardworking guys. We were, we were hardly ever home. And it seemed when we were, we heard knocking in the wall and stuff like that. And we were, we talked about it. And his girlfriend at the time said, and she was uh, uh, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this comes from a cultural perspective or not. That's why I bring it up. But she said, yeah, well, if you don't live in your home, the ghost will come back in and her thing was that you know because our house we 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 did we we practically only went there to sleep mm-hmm. and and uh anyway we started staying home more and you know what it kind of lessened it would be so that was that was a, that was an early experience for me on on someone's idea of what i thought was ridiculous but then it kind of worked when when he and i cuz he and i the few times we would get to hang out was going somewhere mm-hmm. but we started watching movies in the house instead and uh anyway so there you go so i uh, i'm just trying to validate what octavia spencer yeah, said yeah. about being away the ghost will hmm. play i think it would be interesting to put cameras in here people have asked me before why i haven't done that and honestly i've been afraid of what i would find right but can you imagine coming home and in your uh Whatever software you use, said, oh, there's about ten minutes of some activity, exactly. And you you're sitting there in your room watching. Let's say there's a 
uh, a camera like here in the the dining area. Yeah. In in the dining area, and the camera all of a sudden you see ghosts appear like on the haunted mansion at Disney yes. on the dining yep. room yep. table, yep. and you see all this activity. <laughs> I would crap my. You'd be afraid to come downstairs in order to leave. That's the thing is, it's like yes, there is part of me where I'm thinking, yeah, it would be pretty interesting. What am I missing? Right. But be careful what you ask for. You just I might get it if I find. Yeah. Well, so you might not know this, but Nicolas Cage. He lived in the La Laurie house. It's a, well, it was his former home in the French Quarter of New Orleans. It gets a spooky reputation from its former resident, De- Delphine McCarty La Laurie, a cruel slave owner. Her torturous doings in the abode were the central uh, plot to the American horror story, uh, Colin Coven. Strange happenings have been reported since her lifetime in the residence. Cage told New York Daily News that he hadn't experienced anything unusual himself. So apparently it was everybody else hmm. that's lived there that had I would things. say, if you had Nicolas Cage living in, you, if you were a ghost, you'd go, that guy's too whack for me. He's weird. <laughs> Nothing's going <laughs> to. And I mean that in a positive way, Nick. We love you. Totally positive. Come, Come on, on the, the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the actress Allison Hannigan said that the Los Angeles home she shares with her husband, Alexis Denisoff, has a very friendly ghost. I'd love to get his name. I'm thinking of putting a little chalkboard where I think he lives to see if he will write his name down. Ooh, should we try that here? Oh. I do have a chalkboard in the kitchen, though. Yeah, but if there's a name that shows up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Courtney Cox. So she lives in a small town haunted house in the stars comedy horror Shining Vale, but she's experienced a supernatural presence firsthand in her own Laurel Canyon abode. Cox told Jimmy Kimmel that Carol King, who was the dwelling's previous owner, discussed the haunting with her, but that she was not really a believer at the time. She changed her mind on the matter after one fatal incident. I was at the house one day not being a believer, and the doorbell rang. It was a UPS guy or something, and I opened the door, and he said, Do you know this house is haunted? And I go, Yeah, why? Why do you think that? He goes, Because there's someone standing behind you. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god she sold the house not long after i couldn't sleep there alone ever again so wait this is courtney cox saying this or carol king courtney cox saying that but so why would he think that whatever he was seeing that it wasn't somebody who was a guest so that part that kind of maybe he me. saw him as a spirit that could be maybe, maybe he can see yeah or they were there and then they weren't or i don't know something maybe he could see dead people and he knew he that knew. he can see dead people. And he's like, uh, you know your place is haunted, right? Why? They're right behind you. I had, I had a repair person come to the house before and say, this place is haunted, oh, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I can tell. I can sense it. And I didn't get that feeling, when, by the way, when we were looking at the house. I wasn't right. like, ooh, it's spooky and scary. Right, right. And mostly it doesn't feel that way. Most of the time it doesn't. It's not until things happen. It will tonight because we've discussed a lot of it <laughs> know, on the show. I know. Now they're like, all right, she's priming the pump. <laughs> Thank you. Adele, the singer, was supposedly so unnerved by the unexplained noises in her former home, a mansion in West Sussex, England, that she hired a bodyguard to stay with her. Oh, I'm surprised she didn't have one anyway. She was uh, talking to Anderson Cooper, uh, taking him through the home during a 60 Minutes interview. She said, this bit is quite scary, really, as they walked through a dark corridor. But, I mean, if it's always a dark corridor, maybe it would just seem scary anyway. Right, right. I I don't know. Yeah. Claudia Schiffer. 
She's got a 14-bedroom English Tudor mansion, and uh, it's known as Coldham Hall. Then the 1574 build wow i was making i was thinking am i reading that wrong maybe that's the address no 1574 build has certainly been around for long enough for a few spectral entities to settle in we heard creaking noises see that alone on on its own i would be like i mean right you know. i mean my gosh the house is huh. built it's gonna creak <laughs> 600 more years old strange things happen sometime like the music comes on okay now that now we're talking uh, she invited a medium to look into the matter who told her she had nothing to worry about. The ghosts were indeed present, but they meant the family no harm. No one needs to be scared. We welcome all ghosts, basically, per the medium. Hmm. And Brad Pitt. Pitt swapped California pads with oil heiress Aileen Getty earlier uh, in the year. And according to his home's former owner, who also happens to be Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the Los, Ange the Los Feliz dwelling he handed Getty the keys to earlier this year, that's very confusing, has been the site of some paranormal activity. I've seen people walking around upstairs, for example, real people just walking. Cassandra Peterson, again, that's Elvira, told People Magazine of the time at, for, at her, of her time at the Craftsman abode. One time a ghost was sitting downstairs in front of the fireplace, once walking into my bedroom and back out. He's, we saw a person floating around the bottom of the pool. Things like that. Okay, that would be troubling. Wow, yeah. Apparently, Pitt was unfazed by the idea of a presence in the abode. Peterson said that when she explained the happening to the Oscar winner, he allegedly re he allegedly responded, Oh, that's so awesome. Perhaps being a big <laughs> enough fan of the home's mahogany panels and copper ceilings meant he was willing to overlook some ghostly disturbances. And finally, Salma Hayek. Okay, before we get to Salma Hayek, yes. I just want to say, look. If you're buying a house from Elvira, she says, oh, it's a little haunted. Right. Are you really going to take that seriously? Yeah. I mean, even she's Cassandra Peterson, completely out of costume, but you know who she is. Right. And she says that. It's, it's, it's you know, you're just, yeah. you're going to go, yeah, yeah, sure it is. Right. This is your thing. It's your <laughs> shtick. But on the other hand, if her shtick is being Elvira, that's, that's inviting a lot of stuff be. in. Yep. Yep. So, Selma Hayek. In 2021... <laughs> Salma was talking to Ellen DeGeneres, and the actor shared that supernatural happenings in her London home have given the staff enough of a fright that they threatened to quit. I didn't see this, but some bodyguard didn't want to work there anymore because the piano played by itself. Mm. Lights go on and off. The doors and windows open and close. I've seen some of it. A lot of other people in the house have seen it. She consulted an expert to commune with the spirits who explained to Hayek that there were actually a number of ghosts in the home. The actor told DeGeneres that only two such entities remain. And there it is. Wow. Obviously, they're believers. You know, and, and the thing is, is that there's the people that have these people come in. Mm -hmm. And you've had that happen here. Yes. And we've we've discussed it on the show. Yes. Although, and, and they haven't charged for anything. Correct. Ever. But it one, makes me wonder if these people, like the... Uh, 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 the voodoo priestess or whatever that mm -hmm. came in to, for Joan Rivers and this uh, person for Selma Hayek, they got to know who Selma Hayek is. They got to know who Joan Rivers right. is when yeah. they show up and think, oh, yeah, uh, I can get rid of this spirit for $20,000. $1,000,000. So I wonder how much of that is in it. You know what I mean? I do. I yeah. I mean, I know that there are like the psychic mediums that will give you, you know, your a one-on-one -on -one reading. Right. Most, if not all, of the time, they do charge. Right. Um, and there's some ones out there that I 
I believe they have a, a true gift and they charge. But yeah. I don't know if, if you're, if just quickly, I mean, do you think that's wrong if they have a gift and no, they're. No, I don't. But I, 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 I just, I know that, uh, and look, Hollywood people have millions and millions of dollars if they, you know, get dinged for $50,000, big deal. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> in, in that sense, in the overall scheme, I don't know. I don't have a problem with people charging if they have gifts. And I think people have a gift. Some have gifts that uh, they don't use fully, like you. I, I don't think you use your. I think you could probably make money doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, because you are a sensitive, and we I have am. we have yep. you know somewhat proven that on the show with the things we've talked about for four years here, mm-hmm. and uh, so I I think there is some kind of ability. There's something there. Yeah. But I also think that people, uh, you know. I've experienced this certainly in construction and stuff like that. People will first look at your house to decide what the price is going to be. You know, let's say right. it's, let's say it's something that that uh, resurfacing a bathtub. They know you know most bathtubs are going to fall into the category of it's going to take let's say six hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they come to your house and say, you know, say okay, that's going to be a three hundred dollar job or something like that. That's what it normally is. They know that sitting in the office before they even go out. But then they show up and your place looks like a castle. All of a sudden that three hundred dollar job is oh yeah to resurface your bathtub is going to be twelve hundred dollars right so i think yep. that kind yep. of thing can happen with celebrities because they so. have the money yep and i think people would overcharge them shysters but aside from that that was great uh celebrity stuff huh. and, and uh, to hear uh, scary stuff do you that. live in a haunted house <laughs> are you a celebrity like if it. you're a celebrity give us a call house, give us a call we, we want you on the show if you're Nicolas Cage, <laughs> call us. Come on, Uncle Nick. So you can go to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. At Snack a Little. And you can always give us a call on the dedicated listener line. And the number is 909-572-0278. Give us a call, leave a message, and we may feature it on a future show. We may indeed. So going back, I'm telling you, you got to try these. Apparently, you should leave the hair out, I guess. <laughs> um but these are that was, really it was, good, It was a spicy pig in a blanket. and uh, Very simple. Yeah. Yep, this Very would be, good stuff. This would be a good snack. I want to know how you did with the, the music. How did you, you do, do with the with quiz? How did you do with the easy quiz? Yeah. <laughs> the quiz dumbed down so even Mark could get Be sure to get add it. those to your playlist if they're not already there because people are going to love you. They're going to be, what is that? That's so good. But also back the New York groove. Who knew? Yeah. I had no idea. Not, well, not I, I knew. <laughs> Come on back. But I'm not gloating. <laughs> <laughs>